I just want to talk about um, a couple of things. I want to welcome you to the first ever Michigan Soccer Central podcast. Thank you. You're actually the very first guest. Wow. I'm so, so, so Sarah, and pronounce your last name, is it Hugie? You got it, Hugie. Because you know, I know you as Sarah Stern, right? So yeah. Sarah, Sarah Hugie um, is here. Um, Sarah Hugie has a lot of background in the game, um, has played in, in, in Michigan uh, youth, high school, college, um, even some semi-pro and amateur adult ball for many, many years, a few decades, I suppose. Um, yep. And she's here to talk about the state of the, state of the women's game, uh, the state of the game itself, and um, the experience that she's had and the things that are moving forward here in this first UWS weekend of the season. So Sarah, I'm going to turn it over to you and have you introduce yourself and talk a little bit about your background um, here in Michigan with soccer. Sure. Um, yep. So Sarah Hugie, I'm 31, uh, two kids, married, but uh, live in Canton now. Grew up in Northville, um, played local uh, with the, now it's Michigan Rush, but the premier out of Northville and uh, Northville High School. Um, I did do a year of Hawks soccer and then went to Michigan State for four years and uh, did my education um, career that way uh, for teaching and um, post college uh, started with the uh, Motor City. Uh, what, what year was that Motor City? Was that 2014? I'm trying to think. I, it was a couple of years post Michigan State, so that sounds about right. But yeah, because that was the year that the men were playing too. So it was the yeah. same year, right? Yeah, yeah. The Michigan Stars, though, right? Is that yeah, Michigan Stars, correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah, then two years there. Um, then there was that PDA in between we talked about, mm -hmm. and then um, Development Academy out of Grand Rapids, but we had a team down here that Skipper coached, correct? Yes, yeah. yeah. So from the Motor City, went with him to that, and correct. then um, there was Lumberjills in there, and then the yeah the Ann Arbor Lumberjills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I just like to find all these new teams. It's awesome though, and yep. then. Uh, Yep. So now this is my second year with the DCFC. Hopefully we get our full season in. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So real quick here, we'll go back to DCFC in a minute. But um, so the number of teams you've played on in those years um, kind of speaks to the opportunities that exist around here for so not only soccer, um, not only just women's soccer, but soccer in general, right? Yeah, it's crazy. Because really when uh, the Motor City was an option, I remember someone just kind of mentioning it to me and I was like, oh, really? Like, what is that? And you know, from there, it's just grown so crazy, so fast. And uh, it's amazing that there's so many opportunities now. Because really, when I was done with uh, Michigan State, it was kind of like, all right, and I can play some fun women's club soccer, but it wasn't anything that competitive. So it was right. amazing to get into that when I did. There was nothing that you were training for during oh, the week, right? Exactly. Yeah, so that's got to feel good. Uh, so now here we are. Um, you had a shortened uh, kickoff season with Detroit City FC last year. Um, played a couple games, right, at Keyworth, mm -hmm. uh, one or two games elsewhere. Uh, tell me how that went and how it felt. Um, I mean, it was exciting. We had so much prep work going into it, like in January 2020. And then um, it was definitely crushing that we couldn't do everything we had expected to do, um, obviously, with COVID. So it was awesome to still get the training in that we did at least start the groundwork and mm -hmm. see that already now in training that we have, that there's relationships and trust and all of that stuff that we started building last year. Um, and it's just, we were able to jump right back into it so far. Cool. 
what what uh, what's the level of excitement or anticipation for you and or for the team that if you're if you got a pulse on the team for this year for 2021 a full season hopefully probably right yeah what's that? how are you feeling about this year um really excited it's um I've had people already mentioning like hey I'm so excited for the 15th like people know it like you know within the youth side um a referee told me today that he was going to be refing it because he was refing a youth game that I was coaching at and I was like all right cool see you there <laughs> But it's just great that it's out there and, you know, and a lot of people are aware of it and excited for it as well. Yes. Um, and we'll talk about the league in a moment here too, the UWS, but you're talking about coaching a game this morning. So so that's uh, Detroit City FC Youth West, right? Yes, it Talk is. to me about that club, how that's changed in the relationship with Detroit City itself and with the other clubs around the area, the other DCFC clubs. Yeah. Um, it was one of those things you hear talk about with, within our own club uh, back in whatever year that was in the winter. And it was kind of taken by different um, viewpoints and we were overall very excited about it, but really had no idea how it was going to look and had our ideas, but um, it just took off so well. And I think people that were not sure about it, that has completely changed. They are so into it now and having that opportunity to continue um, and look at opportunities to play besides just till they're 18 or even just playing yep. the high level when they are in high school. Like we have sure. our older players that are now even within training and such. And it's really cool. So, and you've got, you've, and that's nice because DCFC Youth West, and I suppose the other um, clubs too, you've got mm -hmm. Grand Blank, right? And you've got South Oakland now, right? And yep. Down River. But for Kenton, for DCFC Youth West, it's got to be nice. There's a men's side on on the senior DCFC team and a women's side that these players can look up to. Exactly. I mean, I'm sure you're coaching young girls, right? Yep. So, how, how, what you, tell me what they're saying and feeling and thinking, and how that how that all goes fits together. Um, I mean, that path, that path to the senior team. Yeah, yeah. the The support that I get, I mean, it makes it all worth it. It's like a big reason why and a big drive for me for why I still do it and why I still play. Um, but yeah, I mean, speaking with like the high school level players and how, um, I have ones that I've trained before and worked with, they are there and, uh, they, you know, I talk to them about it and the opportunities that they have and, you know, or telling me this is a goal of mine. I want to do this. And, um, you know, just being able to give some ideas and feedback about how to get there. It's nice to have that drive for them, their extra external push that they have goals set. Sure. I'm sure it's going to be nice when there is a first home game. Is that on the 15th? It is. Up? Yep. Um, when some, or even later in the summer or whatever, when you're playing a full schedule and your players can come down and watch you play and then you'll get to train them then during the week. Right. And you'll be able to talk about what's happened and what they saw and those, that's gotta, that's gotta be pretty cool for a coach. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping uh, that, you know, that they, they see that it's a cool thing for them as well it's a it's an interesting feature that not everyone gets um you know to either work with someone who plays at the next level or just yeah. then have that next step available to them through the same club it's somebody who played at the next level and then had some time off and then is playing at the next level again <laughs> yeah there's a lot of different paths guys <laughs> that's right that's right so um so then um so the club your background let's talk a little bit about the league the united women's soccer league uh which has been uh, around for th since 18 or 19 now, 2018 or 19. Um, uh, later in the show, we're going to have the executive director of the league on. 
Uh, what do you know about the league? Uh, what do you know about the division, the other teams, the opponents, the level? Give me some give me some insight on that from your perspective. Um, or from Sammy's perspective, what you've heard. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, we, did, we had a little taste of it last year, like I said. Um, so, I mean, that makes it you know more exciting to see them again this year. Um, but I think just the crazy amount of teams and opportunity within Michigan and so many players are from Michigan that we are – putting on all of these teams. It just shows mm-hmm. the talent in the Midwest, in Michigan, and the, and being able to find talent so close because I think, honestly, the, the youth teams have done such an amazing job, the clubs building up the talent. So you don't have to go everywhere to find these great players. Um, right, and you don't have to travel all over. like Because yes. the, the level of travel in the past in some of the leagues, men's and women's, was kind of ridiculous with all the teams, as you said, in the Midwest and in Michigan. Yeah. The travel's um, decent or acceptable. Right. And and for what this is, because it is still, you know, mostly a summer opportunity. A lot of these players are going back. They're finishing up their spring season, and then they're coming in to play and stay fit. Sorry, mm-hmm. hear these dogs. They <laughs> okay. are going nuts. I'm so sorry. There's someone outside, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want me to let them out real quick and then cut this? Sure. Okay. sure. Sorry That's not working, is it? Can you still hear him barking? Yes, it's fine. We're, we're fine. It's, okay. it's 2021. It's COVID. It's a pandemic. <laughs> this kind of stuff happens. I just, you know, there's a little bit of dead air. A little, I just left it dead. Hopefully they can edit that out. Okay, perfect. Sorry. <laughs> um, Sorry. You have to remind me where we were. With the- uh, we were talking about the opportunities that exist and the number of teams and the, le- the, le- the acceptable amount of travel. Yeah, right. Okay. So, yeah, we're just how it... Um how these girls are finishing their their uh, college spring season, season, right, spring season. And then it's something to stay fit and be ready for a lot of them to get back to their fall season. So being able to keep it reasonable um, mm-hmm. at this point for what it is a, as a, an inaugural or um, as a semi-professional, you know, mm-hmm. we have to be able to making it, you know, obtainable for people and doable with schedules and summer plans and things like that. So it's yeah. a nice balance right now. Sure. And you're, I believe that, so you served as captain last year. Is that as of right now, you're still the captain of the team? Correct. So what, tell me what that role entails. How does that work? How do you work with Sammy or the, uh, the rest of the team or the organization as a whole? Yeah. Um, last year, it, a lot of it was the communication away from each other, um, trying to keep everyone mm-hmm. getting opportunities to get to know each other, even though we weren't face-to-face at that point. Um, and then it was a nice transition once we could jump in and get to know each other more in person. Um, yeah, this year it's a little bit more on the field. Um, again, communication between coaches and players, um, because obviously I've I've worked with Sam on the youth side as well. And so we have a good understanding for each other and what's expected and how to communicate with everyone. So it's a nice balance, um, a good segue between. Sure. And Sam was a high level player, just like yourself. Yeah. So, um, and in the same club, it's gotta be nice to come from that. Uh, so, um, 
what do you tell me about uh, this training schedule? How, how's it been so far? And how's it going? Is it going to ramp up, or are you already in your mid your mid your season form of how you'll be training? Yeah, the number of times a week and the level and all that. Yeah, so obviously with the a little bit weird again with the spring counting for a lot of these college players, um, mm-hmm. they weren't all able to come back at the same time, or um, you know they're not all back still yet. So it's we've been going four days a week or three days. Um, the past two or three weeks now. Um, so the numbers have been kind of steadily increasing at this point as more players are getting back um, or able to get to Michigan for the summer. And so we go, and it's nice that we were able to accommodate because last season we really jammed it all during midday at Keyworth. Um, we were able to get some evening trainings to help those that, you know, a lot of them have careers at this point. I mean, post-college uh, players, a lot of them are trying to work around work schedules. So mm-hmm. being able to accommodate that way and get more people training and ready to go is, I think, a good way to prep for the summer as well. So we have our, yeah, four days a week, but it's rotated between like 9 to 11 p.m. versus the midday uh, 12 to 2 and whatnot. So got it. So it's, it's manageable when you're coaching and you have kids and you have a family and it's manageable when you're uh, 20 years old and, and just in college, it works for everybody, right? Exactly. <laughs> so I don't, um, you're going to, we're going to see you down there quite a bit. I'm sure uh, Michigan soccer central, Dan Garnell's out there on the sidelines, most games. Um, but we're definitely all excited for this level of play on the women's side. Uh, and here at Michigan soccer central, we definitely wish you well. Uh, in this uh, renaissance of your career, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for coming on with us today, and we'll see you on uh, the 15th for that opening match. Sounds great. Thanks. Take care. You too. Bye-bye.